Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us! Yes! Um, today we're talking about Jesse Smollett. We're giving an update on the Mueller report and... What the fuck is going on with Brexit? Well, let's find out. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! And we're back. Sure are. Mm-hmm. I'm on my way to Dallas. I know. We're, right you're leaving this. right after this. What mm-hmm. are you doing in Dallas? Uh, well, my mom got a promotion. Everyone say congrats to Deb. And so she had <laughs> congrats, to, Deb. <laughs> congrats, Deb. So she had to move to Dallas for the promotion. My dad is still back home in Virginia selling the house. My sister and I are going to Dallas this weekend to visit her for the first time. Nice. Never been to Dallas. Really? Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I've been to Austin, but never to uh-huh. Dallas. They made a whole TV show about it. They did. Yeah, it was called Dallas. <laughs> 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 they did, in fact, do that. Um, but for now, yes. Elise, what is getting you through this week in Trump's America? Okay, you know, you know, if I if I love anything, it's it's drama and twists and turns <laughs> and true crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and today, uh, this week, yeah, all charges against Jesse Smollett were dropped by the state's attorney in Chicago, um, which I think was very a shocking it was twist. Very, yeah, it was a shocking twist. To this whole thing that really this story that has only been twist. It is whiplash. Yes, and now the final twist is that um, on Tuesday, the co- prosecutors in Cook County, Illinois, announced that they would drop all 16 charges against Jesse Smollett. Uh, he faced felony counts for lying to police about a hate crime, which it looked like it looks like, but now I'm confused about he did to himself, but now I'm confused. So anyway, all charges were dropped. Uh, He paid his $10,000 bond, agreed to do community service. His record has been wiped clean. clean. So in the eyes of the law, this never happened. Yeah. Which is interesting because uh, after the charges were dropped, Jesse like made a statement saying he was innocent and he was like thanking his family and his fans. But then (laughs) they're like, hold up, bro. We did not exonerate you. Yeah. So first of all, what is going on with this thing where we're like, (laughs) they, (laughs) we're not going to charge them, but we're not going to exonerate them. Like, how do we, what is this situation? Like, did they commit a crime? This has happened twice this week. It it has. It's very weird. The word exonerate is having quite the moment. Yeah. And I'm not sure we're using it properly. (laughs) I feel like Webster should tweet about it. Yeah. um, So then. Basically, the Cook County State's Attorney said, we do not exonerate Mr. Smollett. The charges were dropped in return for Mr. Smollett's agreement to do community service and forfeit his $10,000 bond to the city of Chicago. Then, Rahm Emanuel and the police superintendent, the one who gave that like fiery press conference, mm-hmm. they come out, they denounce the decision, they call it a whitewash of justice, they're pissed. Yeah. What happened here? I have no idea. I'm... I have been saying this loud on social media. We need a Netflix docu-series <laughs> to look into this and we need it ASAP. I'm sure it's in the works. Yeah, I'm sure that like Hulu, Netflix, and HBO are all like Making one scattering right around and then it's going to be like a fire Festival situation uh-huh. where Hulu like releases their doc early. 
I hope yes. so because I could only because all I want is more information about what the fuck happened so in this situation. It basically, so it seems like they he did fake this hate crime, but they just don't want to spend the resources to prosecute him. Yeah, what I saw online was that like ultimately where this would have gone was him doing community service anyway. So like char- just having him do the community service and like not going through this whole thing is you know like like it's an end it means to an end at this yeah. point it's like why why wait to do that when we could just do it now yeah but also you really only get community service for 16 counts of lying felony counts of lying to the police so i'm like did new evidence come out i know that the check that everyone was saying was his check paying those guys it was like a 3500 hundred dollar check that was supposedly sp- like him being like do crimes yeah. like <laughs> to to those guys Beat me up but not too much might have actually been for personal training yeah i don't know how they would be able to dispute either or yeah so it, i'm wondering if maybe new evidence came out it doesn't it doesn't make any sense and i feel like i'm like well chicago pd you gave us a press conference a minute for like two weeks uh-huh. and now I want to know more. Like, what the hell happened? Well, it is weird that there was no communication between the prosecutors and the superintendent and the mayor. That seems yeah, weird. Yeah. Everything about it is so strange. But also people are like, really, Rahm Emanuel? Like, this is what you're going to get pissed off about? Yeah. Like, with all, you know, the yeah. police brutality. I mean, it is crazy. Rahm Emanuel, like, held back the Laquan McDonald tapes purposefully until he was reelected. So mm-hmm. it's like, maybe you don't get to, like, talk about kind yeah. of anything. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you should not be <laughs> on any horses that are high. I guess the bottom, the like, the end, of, uh, the end all be all of this story is that, like, the law in Chicago is very crazy. Yeah, I don't there's get a whole it. musical about it. Mm-hmm. Something's going on. <laughs> Something's going on over there. Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> since, since then, since uh, you know, Renee Zellweger was dancing in a prison. It, I there's know. Always been issues. Should we do a Chicago the musical too? That's about this because <laughs> I think that that rocks. <laughs> yeah, bring, I think I would love that. Let's bring back the uh, the cast from the first mo- the, from the major motion picture. Yeah, li- we'll get Lin Manuel mm-hmm. to write it. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's what's getting me through the week, Brian. What has been getting you through the week in Trump's America? So our favorite girl, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, uh, woman, I should yes. say, favorite woman, mm-hmm. but girl in like the fun sense of like she's my friend, like hey girl, yeah, hey girl, but also a woman in the sense that like she's a congresswoman. I feel like she'd be like I feel like we would be friends with her if she wasn't famous and in Congress. Yeah. Um, like if we ch- if we like met we, at a party, yeah, and I feel friends. like we'd be like, "Hey, girl." Um, yeah. Anyways, okay. Uh, so I get it. She had another viral moment, um, and so I actually have the clip. So I'm just gonna play it. Yeah. This is about our constituents and all of our lives. Iowa, Nebraska, broad swaths swaths of the Midwest are drowning right now underwater. Farms, towns that will never be recovered and never come back. And we're here and and people are more concerned about helping oil companies than helping their own families. I don't think so. I don't think so. This is about our lives. (laughs) This is about American lives. I love the I don't think I so. Love, I just, I had to, I was like, I love the I don't think so. They're so good. Because this was, they were, t- they were talking about um, the Green New Deal yes. and climate change because the Republicans thought it'd be funny to like make a joke out of it. Yes. And like, I mean, I think this was happening in the Senate. That This was obviously in the House. Yeah. But like there was that Senator Mike Lee who like brought out the picture of Ronald Reagan, like riding a velociraptor. Yes. Um. Okay. So basically like this week, the Senate 
had a vote on the Green New Deal. They voted it down. Of of course, mm. they, they did. Uh, they ended up calling a bunch of Republicans started calling Ocasio-Cortez elitist because yeah. she was pushing the Green New Deal, which is so insane. So this was her response to that. And also, yes, in the Senate, Mike Lee, who's awful. Yeah. Who's so bad. Mike Lee brought out pictures. I can't even figure out why of Ronald Reagan riding a velociraptor. Mm-hmm. He also showed a picture of like Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker and like an Aquaman like yeah. monster. He was like, he was like, so um, for an alternative, we could uh, for traveling in the in the winter, we could ride one of these. And it was like Luke Skywalker on that like weird creature from uh, the second original Star Wars. Yeah. I the pictures the of it look like they're memes that other they look like remember when like Paul Ryan did his health plan and everyone like photoshopped in the PowerPoint of like yeah. funny things. It looks like it's that, but it's actually real pictures yeah. of what he showed but on it's the like, floor. This is how I'm going to get people to take my opinion seriously. I'm going to show these fucking weird ass memes. Also, like it's it's that bullshit. It's like people who bring in snowballs uh-huh. to Congress. It's like this is how seriously they take the literal destruction of the planet for yeah. all human beings in the future. Like yeah. we have people who are trying to bring out plans and they counteract those plans with like props and like memes, essentially. It's crazy because, you know, as she was saying, there's these huge floods happening um, in the Midwest right now. Yes. But also... There's a huge flood happening in Mozambique at the yes. moment. And, you know, there's huge cholera outbreaks. This is one of... They think they're saying this is the biggest flood in, like, the Southern Hemisphere ever. Yes. it's It, it affected, like, multiple countries in Southern Africa. But yeah. Mozambique, it seems like, got it really, really it bad. It covers, like, all... Like, the, the, the like geography base of, like... New York City, D.C., Boston, like, combined. Yeah, it would be like if all of the East Coast, like, the Upper East Coast just, like, flooded. Mm -hmm. And we, yeah. Which could happen if we don't fucking do anything (laughs) about climate change. Very well could happen. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, that's just the level of respect that they have for this debate, which is none. It's so great to hear Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez speak and speak like that. I, You know, it's just so amazing. She's... Amazing. I, I know, love it's her like, so it's, much. It's, it's, thinking back, you know, when she got when she won her primary, I was like so emotional, like just because I was like, oh, that's so amazing that like this young woman, like her reaction made me like emotional. And now it's like, OK, so let's see what happens. You know, like she might just be like a dud, like a one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's she like could, the real deal. She's she's the real deal. And you can tell by how fully insane she makes the other side. Like she's yeah. the first person that people bring up. And um, I was having this conversation with my friend Tyler last weekend where he was talking about like his dad bringing up her or whatever. And his response to his dad was like, well, obviously what she's doing is working because why are you asking me about a junior congresswoman from the Bronx? Like she's clearly having a huge effect. If you a like random man, not in the Bronx, have all of these opinions about her literally the junior congresswoman uh-huh. a freshman congresswoman a 29 year old congresswoman from the bronx yeah. is like in your brain i know so she's she's doing the good job fox news loves to attack her they're obsessed mm-hmm. they're obsessed even i was talking to my aunt last week and she immediately brought up aoc and was like this, well, is, the, this is the one that um 
was on, on no, CNN. No, this is a, this is a different, far more reasonable oh. aunt. But she brought up AOC, and she was like, uh, she was like, well, she got Amazon kicked out of New York, and I was like, that's not true. She's the congresswoman from the Bronx. That happened in Queens. She doesn't even have jury. Like she couldn't. Also, isn't that kind of a good thing? Yes, but I mean, my aunt was being like, jobs, bam. Yeah, but. but just the basic levels of facts, like before we even get to the philosophical argument of whether or not it would have been good to have Amazon in Queens, just the basic facts are that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is the congresswoman from the Bronx. She does not have the power to stop a business deal in Queens. Yeah. So that's just a basic sort of fact. And I could tell that she was just repeating that from Fox News. And I was like, well, that's just not even on a basic level factually accurate. Yeah. Like, if she was the congresswoman from that area, maybe we could talk about it. But even still, it actually does go to just, like, the local board as to whether or not that stuff happens and, like, whatever. But she didn't get... Okay. I do think... Oh, hold on. I do think part of her district does go into Queens, though. I would say that. It's not Long Island City, though. I don't think she... She, like, doesn't have anything to do with that area that that happened. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, she's awesome. We love her. Love her. Find the full clip on the internet yeah. because it's really worth watching. Watch it, retweet it, etc., etc. Et um, all right, let's get into the main news of the day, but first, let's take a quick break. Today's episode of the Betches Sup podcast is brought to you by Living Proof. Brian, did you know that I have Living Proof dry shampoo in my hair right now? So you're actually Living Proof of Living Proof. <laughs> I am wow. indeed. Guys, Exception. Living Proof is my favorite okay they approach the toughest beauty challenges with technology from mit scientists heard of it (laughs) (laughs) so you know you're dealing with science not just marketing gimmicks from frizz which i have to damage which i have to fullness which i have living proof (laughs) living proof products do exactly what they claim to do without using silicones parabens phthalates or animal testing those are gross gross we don't need any of that in our hair. Their award-winning dry shampoo, which again, I am using right now, that actually cleans your hair unlike any other dry shampoos on the market. Living Proof doesn't just mask oil, sweat, and odors, but removes them completely, leaving your hair looking clean, fresh, and ready to take on the day. You know, Elise, when I saw you, I thought, wow, she is ready to take on the day. And I am because of Living Proof. So do what I did and make the switch to Living Proof today by visiting livingproof.com slash sup and use the promo code sup to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo with your purchase. That's livingproof.com slash sup, promo code sup for a free sample of dry shampoo with your purchase. livingproof.com slash sup, promo code sup. And we're back. We are truly back. Truly back. Uh, So we've got updates on the Mueller report, or I guess we should say the summary of the Mueller report. I'm trying to be better about not calling it the Mueller report. it isn't the Mueller report. No, because the Mueller report has not come out, and it's actually just a summary written by someone favorable to Trump. So it's kind of crazy. We're like letting him. We've had time for like the dust to settle because, you know, it came out Sunday night, the summarization. Yes. Um, Mueller uh, handed it to the DOJ Friday night and now we're starting to hear like people's opinions on it what is actually going on because now now like it's a substantial report they're not saying how long it is but you know now CNN's reporting that a Justice Department official described the still secret report as more than 300 pages and yeah. then a second official said it was between 300 and 400 I saw 700 
I also saw, yeah, Fox News said 700. Maybe that's like including all the subpoenas and warrants. I don't mm-hmm. know. Isn't it crazy that it's going to be 700 pages long and Donald Trump will read not one single letter of it? Like he definitely will not read it. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Someone He didn't read the summary. Someone just told him a summary of the summary. He didn't he didn't actually read it. Um, that's not shocking. No, I'm not shocked at all, but it's just like what do you have to present him to get him to read? Like if he's yeah. not going to read that, what does it probably pornography yeah maybe if it was pornographic if, it, yeah, if it spelled we, like, out boobs it. like yeah. kind of like boobs on a calculator you could uh-huh. probably get him to read or if like you got like if we if we like installed some sort of treat system to it it's yes. like you got a diet coke and a, a big mac every yes. time you read one page yes you get, i think that that reward systems work well yeah i think that that would probably work like because if he's not gonna read this i mean this is like the one thing that i would be like maybe he's gonna read this he hasn't read Art of the Deal. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no way. He's, he has no idea what it says. <laughs> yeah. So the president is claiming, speaking of the word exonerate. Yeah. That is the buzzword of today's podcast. Um, every time you hear it, take a shot. Uh, he claims that this completely and totally exonerates him. Even though the one quote that we actually have from the actual report says it does not exonerate him. Yeah. Which is kind of... Yeah. It's interesting that Bob Mueller would take the time to say that. Yeah. But I'm like, could you maybe take the time to draw up yeah. some conclusions? So, yeah, I know. So House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler um, spoke with Attorney General Bill Barr um, and said that because, OK, basically the House Democrats are saying we need the full report by April 2nd. Yes. Attorney General Bill Barr is like, that ain't happening. I can't submit it to you by yeah. then. He says, but it should come in the next few weeks, not months. Expect it reasonably soon. However, he will not commit to making it public. And he also will not commit to like, he's going to probably redact a bunch of shit. Yeah, which I, in the case of some of the Russia stuff, I get that. But the obstruction of justice stuff should not be that heavily redacted. Yeah. Like that, I would be more suspicious. If it comes back and like a bunch of Russia stuff is redacted, I'm going to be like, oh, my desire for juicy deets. Like I'll be really, yeah. I'll be sad. But I'll understand the case behind why those things would be redacted. If a bunch of the obstruction stuff is redacted, that's fishy, fishy to it, me. It's also just like crazy because this guy did not like they attorney general bill Barr should not have been the one making this decision that he was not obstructed by was not obstructed yeah so basically like the Mueller report was like we don't we're not going to say either way but like you could technically get him in trouble for obstruction of justice maybe and bill Barr immediately was like we're not going to even before they've read the thing it's 700 pages well it's also it's like that's you that's not supposed to be up to you that's supposed to be up to the house like precedent shows you know, when we've had other, you know, special counsels yeah. and reports, you know, with like Nixon and Bill Clinton, um, they left. They, the attorney general isn't the one that decides. Yeah. I mean, this this shit is actually like I feel like the narrative when it when Mueller turned everything in was like, oh, it's over. I'm like, I think this is just beginning. Yeah. That, so already what's happening is now we've got the House Intelligence Committee, your boy, little Adam shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's already saying, like, we're going to keep looking into mm-hmm. Russia stuff. Uh, he basically said there's undoubtedly collusion and that he wants to keep investigating people. To which um, Trump wrote on Twitter as a reply, Congressman Adam Schiff, who spent two years knowingly and unlawfully lying and leaking, should be forced to resign from Congress. Yes. And then another Republican.
Reagan made a big speech about how Adam Schiff should resign yeah, from his Representative post. Representative Mike Conway. Yes, but, and Adam Schiff had this yeah, to say. He was there. He was like, I'm going to speak for myself. Yeah. Here it is. My colleagues may think it's okay that the Russians offered dirt on a Democratic candidate for president as part of what was described as the Russian government's effort to help the Trump campaign. You might think that's okay. My colleagues might think it's okay that when that was offered to the son of the president, who had a pivotal role in the campaign, that the president's son did not call the FBI. He did not adamantly refuse that foreign help. No, instead that son said that he would love the help of the Russians. You might think it's okay that he took that meeting. You might think it's okay that Paul Manafort, the campaign chair, someone with great experience in running campaigns, also took that meeting. You might think it's okay that the president's son-in-law also took that meeting. You might think it's okay that they concealed it from the public. You might think it's okay that their only disappointment after that meeting was that the dirt they received on Hillary Clinton wasn't better. You might think that's okay. You might think it's okay that when it was discovered a year later that they lied about that meeting and said it was about adoptions. You might think it's okay that the president is reported to have helped dictate that lie. You might think that's okay. I don't. Burn. Yeah, wow. That was a good little summary. It was like a walk down memory lane. We were like, should we play it? I was like, I mean, that's basically everything. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that is all really bad. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, when we talk about holding the president accountable, yeah, there's a legal standard that Robert Mueller is working with. Could he be indicted and convicted of a crime? That's one standard. The president of the United States is actually held to a different standard. And like, has he committed acts that are not befitting his office? Like, that's the question the House needs to answer to impeach. Yeah. You know, so it's when you hear it like that, it's like, how is that not considered conspiracy? It's I mean, it's crazy when you hear it laid out like that. It's like, I mean, that's really bad. But it's also it's so it's like we won't it's just hard to say because we really won't know until we read the whole report. And yes. because who knows, maybe Mueller even said that he did conspire with the Russians. And Bill Barr says, oh, I don't consider that conspiracy. Also, you can't indict a sitting president. So yeah. it's like we won't like I'm sure that's probably that's like the extreme case. But you won't. we can't know. Yes, I'm not like. I'm not holding out hope that when we get the full report, it'll be like there will be something in it where we're like, no, actually they're all going down or whatever. But like it needs to come out and actions do need to continue to be taken beyond this report. It's also, so now, so now does it, if we're using this report as full and factual, you know, if Trump is saying that, then he's also admitting to the fact that he was lying about knowing that the Russians influenced the election because that has not up for date. And Mueller has said that. Yeah. We know that the Russians influenced our elections to help Donald Trump win. Yeah. That is not disputable. What was being disputed was Donald Trump working in the Trump campaign, working with the Russians to make that happen. They're, they're saying that that is not the case. Yes. And so they're trying to pick and choose. Which parts of it are true. Which parts of it is true. And you can't fucking do that. And now it's also, it's like, okay, great. Now what do we do to make sure this isn't happening? That's, uh, that's my big thing is like, okay, if you guys want to stand the report and you want to be like look we believe everything like the report came back with great conclusions there's no more need for any more investigations blah 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 the report is good yeah then 
why do we not have a plan today Mm -hmm. to prevent the Russians from interfering in our elections again? Like, if you're taking this report as true and good, what are we doing to make sure this shit doesn't happen anymore? Because the honestly, the most insane thing in the report is that what we know is true is, yes, they did this. Yeah. So it's like if every every Republican and all of the everyone in the White House should be putting out a plan to stop this from ever happening again. Because who like I, like they it, could do it for anyone. They could do it for anyone. That's what I'm saying. Like, they could make they could try and get like a far left progressive person to win the presidency. Exactly. Their their objective is and we'll probably learn more about this when the full report comes out but their objective is to create chaos and divide people what would create more chaos and divide people than by influencing our elections so that we're constantly electing polar opposite Uh people in really contentious races like that makes more sense to me than just constantly electing the same party it makes way more sense for them to like shift it all over the place and just try to create chaos and you know and if it is so exonerating and so great, you would think that the Republicans would want to release it ASAP. Yeah. That is not the case because no. just this week, Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader, has blocked not one, but two resolutions that would make the Mueller report public. Yeah. So it's just, it's just shadiness. Shadiness abounds. Yeah. I mean, it's not shocking, mm-hmm. but it's just like frustrating. Yeah. Here's something else that's not shocking. As so, now that the report is in their rear view mirror, mm-hmm. the Trump administration has gone back to just like trying to fuck up everyone's life. Yeah. So first of all, this week we heard again from uh, Betsy DeVos, one of our favorite villains mm-hmm. of the administration. Yeah. Uh, she appeared before the House on Tuesday to defend her department's proposal to cut $18 million from the Special Olympics. She has 10 yachts. Just one yachts. One of them costs 40 million. She could sell half the yacht. She could just do a sublet on the yacht and give them the 18 million. You know, also it costs, you know, like $3.4 million per trip to go to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. That's cost up the taxpayers about $64 million. That's a low estimate. Yeah. Um, you know, also, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's this really- is also just a proposal. So what's crazy is like, this is part of the White House's budget proposal. These are definite. These are things that are just like priorities documents it's that like, are like dead yeah. on arrival when they show up. So it's like, it's like a wish list you send to Santa. Yeah. And, and then you don't, if not, you don't get everything. So on her wish list is like, I mean, pie in the sky. We cut $18 million from the special Olympics. <laughs> like, <laughs> Best case scenario. Fuck? Yeah. Like I know maybe we won't do it, but, and her, whole idea behind it is she was like we had to make some tough decisions and i think it'll be made up by charitable donations because that's how she thinks about everything but the tax cuts and jobs act that they just passed puts a limit on on how much you can write off for charitable donations so they actually fucked over charitable donations so people don't donate like you can't write off your donations anymore so rich people aren't going to make these giant donations just to write them off anymore so yeah. what's happening? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. When she was asked about, uh, you know, Representative Mark Pocan or Pokin asked her if he knew how many kids would be affected by this. And she answered, I don't know the number of kids. And he's like, oh, well, good thing I know it. And it's 272,000. Yeah. That is a lot of special Olympic Olympians. Yeah. 
the special olympics that's day yeah. one we're gonna come for Have the you? special olympics yeah did you so i don't know do you still follow humans of new york no but i'm familiar with humans so of new york. he actually was just at the special olympics or oh. he like was posting old photos from it and i highly encourage everyone to go check that out because the stories of like what the special olympics means to these people and their families like they are marginalized and you know people don't and they don't have they you know like this is a big moment this, it's a really important moment for them and they're not usually like the stars or the center of attention or yeah. they're not usually like around people who are similar to them they're yeah. usually they're like you know they're a group that is tend to be marginalized yes. and targeted it's i mean it's literally a program that exists only to bring joy mm -hmm. to like a group of people that are consistently like underprivileged and like in need, like yeah. a very vulnerable group of people. It's a program that exists only to bring them joy and like bring happiness into the lives of themselves and their families. Right. So this was unplanned. I'm just yeah. going to read this post real quick from okay. one of the, the women he talked to. She said, I tried to make friends as a child, but it never worked out. Every day I'd get bullied. My teachers were nice, but the only kids who would spend time with me were my cousins, and they were in higher class. People would call me idiot and stupid. They'd push me over, and so I would just stare at the floor and not look at people. I felt like jumping out a window. I didn't want to eat. I became so weak that my mom would feed me with her own hands. I talked to the walls of my bedroom. I talked to my paintings. I had an imaginary friend named Amanda. She was a fairy. After school, I'd close the curtains and sit on the floor and hug my bear and wait for Amanda to come. She was very pretty. She had a beautiful crown. She'd make me laugh and encourage me and tell me not to be so sad. She said, good things will happen to you one day. Then one day, when I was 14, I went to a swim meet with my mother. I was scared of the pool, so I just stood along the edge. A woman walked up to me and asked me if I was special. Her name was uh, Ronak. She had a beautiful smile. She gave me a hug. I never thought anyone would ever hug me like she did. It felt really good. She looked me in the eyes, grabbed my hands, and said, please, please, please join the Special Olympics. It will change your life. She gave me her phone number after that day. Her imaginary friend never came back. And then now she's at the Special Olympics winning awards. Uh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. $18 million. Ah, but that's just a proposal. It's not necessarily something that's going to happen, and it would have to ha pass the house to happen. So it just shows you what they like. It's their priorities, which yeah. is also fucked up. Second thing that's also fucked up that happened sort of immediately after the Mueller report is that the Department of Justice sided with a lower court ruling that declared Obamacare unconstitutional. So um, this was a while back. We talked about this. A lower court ruled Obamacare unconstitutional. It doesn't it didn't do anything, but it started to set up this potential Supreme Court battle. Yeah. Now, the Department of Justice has announced that they back that lower court ruling, yeah. moving this sort of further along the chain to end up at the supreme court mm -hmm. and we all know and, who's working there and <laughs> donald trump supports this like yes. he's like isn't is in contact with all these people he's even tweeted about it um but the thing is even some republican congressmen are like why the fuck are you doing this they basically just lost the midterm elections because they of were healthcare because of healthcare. Healthcare was the number one issue going into the midterms it's the number one issue going into 2020 this is an unbelievably dumb move from a political perspective and yeah. an unbelievably scary move from a personal perspective mm -hmm. if they are moving to strike this down. My confusion is like, wouldn't this, who's defending it in court now? I don't know. That's my question. Is like, mm -hmm. like, is Obamacare like <laughs> pulling like a Ted Bundy and it's defending itself? <laughs> yeah. What if Obama defended Obamacare? Be amazing. <gasps> 
Oh my god. I mean, he is a legal scholar. He's a, he's a he has a law degree, right? He oh my god. That would be fun. That would be that fun. That would be fun. <laughs> He'd be like my name's on the bill. Yeah, he's like, "You know what?" <laughs> yeah, they're in court and they're like, "Who's here to represent Obamacare? Who's here?" And then from the back of the court, he like throws off a cape yeah. and he's like it's me and they're like this is not how things work legally and he's like i'm doing it <laughs> and so is michelle and they're like what this isn't like this can't go forward <laughs> oh that would be so nice though. i would love that you know trump has this like uh, he has this thing where he just says things that are like big announcements that sound amazing and then never does them. Yeah. Like he says like, you know, we're going to get healthcare for every American. I just signed that deal. And they're like, what, how are you going to do that? He's like, Oh yeah. The hospitals will just build the government. It's like, no, that's not how that's going to work. It's or he's not, like, it, you know, we're North Korea is completely denuclearized. It's like, like, what, what we just need to make sure we like, if, we can't listen to the things he says. No, it's crazy. But like anything that he says, we need to just double check. Yeah. Do a quick Google on that. Yeah. Before like, we're no, like, oh, he did it. He He's not. Okay. I also heard mm-hmm. that he's doing one legislation that I agree with. Yes. Um, he's banning Jay-Z from being able to perform with Beyonce <laughs> in public ever again. That's his next move. That's his next move. That's his next move. And I'm wholeheartedly behind that legislation <laughs> guys that's not true but <laughs> but it would be interesting it would be so you know i think it, it's a it's a real problem for our democracy <laughs> that this, i just want to see beyonce yeah i don't want to see jay-z perform with beyonce i just want to see beyonce it's true he's marginalizing beyonce mm-hmm. kicking her to the side yeah and i have a problem with that as well i i don't appreciate it he can come out for one song yeah but it's like it's too much. It's These too tour- much. the tours are too much. I just want to see Beyonce. He's not dancing. No. He's not da- anytime that he's on stage. There's not dancing that's happening. It's like watching you know um, a beautiful, amazing goddess perform and then a puppet show. Yeah, Jay Z is very talented, and I I would see him individually. But I just think they need to do their own thing. Okay, so this takes us to one more thing. Yes. Great, guys, I have a Brexit update. Uh Just a real quick Brexit update, which is that it's going to shit. Um, (laughs) So last night, Parliament, they they seized control of Parliament. Normally, Theresa May gets to like set all of the agenda. Parliament did like a thing that they can do. I don't know if it involved that magic stick from earlier in the year or what. (laughs) They did a thing where they were like, we're seizing control. We're setting the agenda. They voted on eight potential brexit solutions these are non-binding they were just basically like can we get one to pass Mm -hmm. the answer no all eight failed in parliament Uh last night the most popular at this point was Theresa may's deal she was able to get some people to some more people to agree to her deal but the northern ireland party that usually votes with her party to create a majority they're not about the deal because they don't like the backstop agreement with northern ireland because they think this is all the stuff i learned today i'm just like <laughs> spewing it out because they think that the the way that the theresa may deals where deals works is they're like well so it makes us stay in the eu but not everybody else because they have to have like a more fluid border uh-huh so they don't like it. So they won't vote for it. So it can't pass. None of the other deals passed. This is very bad because 
Theresa May already, they were supposed to have to leave the EU by the 29th. They were supposed to have to leave tomorrow. She got an extension. She went to her professor. She was like, I had a family emergency. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, whatever. She faked, she faked the family emergency. Yeah, she was like, oh my God, my my grandma was sick. I wasn't able to get the Brexit deal. Can we move the, can we move the date forward? Uh-huh. The EU was The EU was like, if you are able to pass a deal... By maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not sure I, what the deal they. I'm not sure what the date is they have to pass a deal by. But if you're able to pass a deal, we will give you until May 22nd to hammer out the fine tune. Fine tune the details. You just have to pass the a deal. Yeah. If you are not able to pass a deal, you have until April 12th. Yeah. So they were like, you need to figure this the fuck out. We're actually being really nice to you because yeah. we could just tell you to fucking leave. Because now the big problem is that the EU is having their elections for representatives in the EU. And it's like, so Britain's there, but they're not really there because they're planning to leave. So it's causing problems with the elections. So Theresa May was then like, because everyone's mad at her now. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's mad at her. She has no, no one to befriend, no one to speak to, but her own self in the mirror. So she was like, I will resign on May 22nd. When the deal goes through, if you just pass my deal, that's her final offer. It's like, I will fuck off forever if you just pass this deal. Nope. So it was a big no still. So now they've got to do more voting. Uh-huh. I think they're going to leave with no deal. I know. And it's really going to be very really bad. bad. It's going to well, be you know, very bad. The EU doesn't want other countries to leave. They don't want it. They, they, they want the, they want the rest of the EU to be like, See, you fucking need us. Yeah, like look at this mess. Look at this. Look at this shit show. Like, oh, Great Britain. Yeah, <laughs> they also don't want they they don't they also don't want Britain to like be in a catastrophe because they do still have to do business yeah. with them. So they're trying to like the EU is trying to find something, but it's like it just seems like they voted to do this crazy thing mm-hmm. with no real idea of how it was gonna happen. And now that they have to do the logistics, it's like, oh, we actually can't really do this crazy thing. Yeah. It's like um, this. And this is all coming off the heels of one of London's biggest protests ever. A million people gathered um, to demand a second referendum uh, just this past weekend. And that's in addition to the four million people who signed an online petition demanding a second referendum. Yes. And if you go online, you can see all the very British signs Uh that they held up calling people wankers and whatnot. They also call them placards there. Yeah. There was also, I think a deal um, that was to be approved by parliament, but it has to go. Okay. There was a second referendum deal that would say, that any Brexit deal approved by Parliament has to go back to the public for a vote. And that actually got a lot of I votes as well. Yes. But it got 268 and 295 people voted against it. Big mess. Big mess. Big mess. Big ol' <laughs> yeah. Big ol' mess. So we'll keep you updated on that as mm-hmm. it happens. I've learned so much mm-hmm. about the Parliament mm-hmm. and everything. And we are looking to try to maybe bring someone who knows more than me just reading articles yeah. to come on here and like really talk about that. Do you guys have any recommendations of any Brexit exeter? Brexit experts. Some Brexperts. There we go. That's fun. If you guys know of any Brexperts that you want to recommend to us, please let us know it can't just be the one british person you know they have to actually have like something some sort of qualifying thing Mm -hmm. um but other than that yes please send us your (laughs) brexperts 
Um, we're still going to DragCon. We are still going to DragCon in LA, uh, yeah. May 24th through 26th. We booked our flights. We're there booked. We booked an Airbnb. Yeah, we're ready to go. We're really excited. Now we just, we're just deciding what to wear. Yeah. Um, how we're going to do our makeup. Yes. And I'm, I'm excited about it. So go to the DragCon website and put in uh, the promo code BETCHES. You get 10% your tickets all weekend yep. long. So great. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Osha Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.